yeah. So I'm really happy that you joined me today, Sasa. And uh, I'm looking forward to this new setup here and having it basically in my room. Um, you see the mic just in between. And um, yeah, so we'll see how this different setup goes and how uh, deep I can go with you in the conversation and what we will talk about. I'm actually super curious because the last time we met was uh, on, I think last Sunday. Yeah, and we already talked for like seven hours, <laughs> hours nonstop. <laughs> Um, so, I don't know how long this podcast is going to be, but, um, yeah, but I'm looking forward to, the, to this conversation as well. So, um, to start off for like everybody who obviously most of who are listening to this have never seen or heard anything from you. So, um, if just, just imagine if my grandma would come into this room right now and doesn't have a clue about anything like social media, new technologies, or what people in our age do nowadays. Yeah. Um, how would you describe it in super simple words to her? What do you do at the moment? That's a good question. To start, <laughs> thank you for having me. Like, yeah. It's an honor for being here. I'm glad we, we met each other and uh, oh, yeah. I, that we're doing this podcast right now. Oh, yeah. Um, what would I describe? And what would I tell about what I'm doing right now? Yeah. Um, I could say that what I'm trying to do right now, what I'm working on is to try to build, I want to say an empire, but mm -hmm. I'm trying to build something stable that um, my family can, can have that as a reward later on. And it's, yeah, it has to do with money because let's, it's a fact. A lot of people have issue with money and, um, growing up, there was an issue for me, so I knew that I don't want that same same experience for my family. Like I don't have a girlfriend or anything right now. I don't have any kids, so that even gives me the the possibility, the freedom to do things and do it faster because I'm 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 just me. So I don't have to consider anybody else or of or none of that. So I will say, yeah, I'm I'm just trying to build an empire so I can provide for my family later on. Yeah, that is that is just a super rough explanation. Of what it's like? Can you give a bit more detail on you how to do this? Yeah. Um, okay. Like, do, then I should go like two years ago. <laughs> how okay. it all started. Um, so two years ago, I was. Let me go a little bit further. I came here in the Netherlands in 2013. Decided to come here uh, to live because I saw opportunities here. I come from a small island. And opportunities, there are pretty scarce, you know. Um, your options are limited. You know, like you have university there, but you cannot study everything. Mm -hmm. So for most things, you have to go abroad to do that. And when I came here in 2013 on vacation and I saw Europe, I was like, what? This is Europe? Like, you know, and I saw other people that knew other people that were living here for years and they didn't like make nothing out of, out of the opportunities that this, 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 this place has to offer, you know? And I was like, okay, I, I gotta take this leap. So I, I was here in, I guess, until the end of August, I guess. So I went back, um, to Curacao, stayed there for a month, then came back here to live. Just that's how fast it was. And I came here and fast forward to, uh, two years ago. And I was just living like day by day. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I knew I had a, I had a plan, but I wasn't sure how to do it because, like I said, I come from a place that everything it's 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 small. So the oppor- to have so many opportunities on the table, like okay, like what should I choose now? You know, so that was a little bit overwhelming. And two years ago, I was sitting at home. I used to smoke weed back then as well. So all the weed smokers, <laughs> just kidding. But um, yeah, so I used to smoke. Um, and I, I was sitting at home and out of nowhere, uh, my heart started beating really fast, really fast. And my head was going all over the place. I thought I was going to die, you know, like literally. Um, what I didn't knew at that time is that what I was experiencing is, is anxiety, is a panic attack. And I never had a panic attack before. Never experienced something like that. Never. I just don't know anything. I knew people that had anxieties and panic attacks, but me, myself, I never experienced it. So eventually I called like 911, like 112 here. And yeah, they came and it was like, now everything is good. You just, you know, just have a panic attack, blah, blah, blah. But uh, I remember the next day, and that happened on the 23rd of March, 2017. Yeah, I remember that precisely. Yeah, that precisely. I remember it. This is a day that I always remember. I guess I even have it in my calendar on the phone to like, this is the day you had the panic attack. So, <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, but it's it's a reminder to me that hey, it did didn't happen just out of nowhere. And um, that weekend, I had to go to my mentors, and when I went there and I told him what happened, it's like, whoa. Like, that's a warning. That's, that's your wake up call. It's like, yeah, wake up call, but then for what? And I was really pissed. I was really pissed at myself because I thought my body failed me. I thought God failed me. I thought like, this is not worth it. And you know, all of, like, I was really pissed. I was angry at myself. Okay. Which I should have been angry at myself actually, because I put myself in that situation. But, um, when when he told me that it was it was a wake up call to me it was like okay wake up call then things has to things has have to change you know so after a month or two i wasn't really focusing on it but i was still really angry the first two months i was really angry at myself i was disappointed i was like how can my body feel like this i never had this, this mm-hmm. experience before so why why did it happen so i was still like fighting it instead of accepting that it happened and realizing the reason it happened, you know? And then I'd sit down and was like, okay, so let me go back to that day. So I went back and I was like, what were the things that were, that were, that I was focusing on at that moment? So I was focusing on my goals, where I wanted to go. I wanted to be able to inspire other people to live a better life. I wanted to create more uh, wealth for me and my family. Um, I wanted to start my own business and um, a lot of other small things. Um, at that point as well, I was having um, family issues as well in that, in that same period. So all of these things keep stacking up, stacking up, stacking up, stacking up. And I wasn't really dealing with it. I was just like holding it back and holding it back and holding it back. And yeah, um, after I realized that all, like, I made a list, I wrote it all of this on the paper and was like, okay, this is, this is my problem. This is the issues I have. But now how can I deal with them? And that is when it all started changing because then I start taking actions and things just change really fast. And otherwise, if I didn't take those steps, I wouldn't be sitting here with you right now. 
So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just amazing. <laughs> and where did this, um, this previous thought already come from? I want to like create something big. I want to yeah. do this empire or create the, the wealth for my family. Where does, did this even come from? That's a good question. Um, then we have to go way back. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. Then when, when I was born. So <clears throat> like I said, I come from a small island. It's, um, it's called Curacao. If you've never heard of it, you can Google it. You know, it's, it's just a really small island. I guess it's 444 square kilometers. And we have like 160,000 uh, um, people living there. So that's really small. Compared yeah. to a place like Europe or even the United States, it's just like, it's nothing. You know, it's Basically. like an ant <laughs> compared to an elephant, you know? So, um, but yeah, so living there is different. There, there are laws. But um, there are no laws <laughs> in the way that um, well, you can do things different. You don't have like the tax invasion that are always on you like, hey, you got to pay your taxes, you got to pay your taxes. Unless you have a contract of, of, of work and things like that, then you pay your taxes straight away. But you can just do anything on your own to survive. And that's where I want to get to because um, a lot of people that live there, we are trying to survive and, and keep coming here and still have that mentality. But so I grew up in a home along with my mom and my dad, along with three other siblings. I'm the I'm the youngest of four. I have my older brother, then I have my twin sisters, and then I have me. So I I came eight years after my sisters. Okay. So way younger. Yeah, than way young. I was like I wasn't planned. I guess you know <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to come, but okay. Um, I came. <laughs> you got Here the I gift, am. yeah, yeah. You know, so um, growing up, my mom. Didn't really had a, a job, but I saw my mom working a lot of different type of jobs, you know, cooking for other people or uh, babysitting, uh, making um, sweets, sell them and and earn money and, you know, save money. That's, all, that's what I saw year in, year out for my mom. And every year from the age that was like really when I was born till the age of around 11, 13 years old. Every year on summer vacation, my mom took us on a vacation and my dad really didn't put money into it, but my dad was the one having a job, a well-paid job, you know? So I wouldn't say I was poor, born poor, but uh, it, it will be middle class, but there was money issues there because my dad, there's a saying we have in, in Papimento, which is a native language of Curacao, mm. and it's it's literally says like, my dad is the type of person that turned the lights on the street, but left his home dark. Oh, okay. You know, so that bring a lot of issues with it. And I have to mention as well, like my mom is a Christian. My mom is really like really religious person. And my dad, if you ask him, he will say he's Catholic, but ask him how many times he goes to church. Like never, you know? Um, so that already brings conflict with it because my mom way of thinking, way of doing things is totally different than my, than my dad. Yeah. Um, and that, uh, that already brought, brought like, uh, divide the, the family you can say that's how i see it at least okay and like my mom worked years in years out just to take us on vacation i saw like really late nights you know as i grew older I helped us as well to make sure everything was finished because if those things were finished there were no money coming in and my dad not really supporting the family it's a problem because then how are you going to put food on the table and things like that sure um, so seeing that growing up, it was like, 
oh, no, I don't want this for my kids. Mm. You know, that's 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 the one thing I focus on a lot. Is like I don't want what I experience. I don't want that for my kids because I know how it feels. I know how how fucked up it can be. <laughs> you know, and um, I don't want that for my kids because if I see my like I will see my struggles that I have right now. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to make that easier for my kids. So, so basically out of the seeing how bad it can be, you developed, okay, I don't want to have this ever again. Yeah. And don't want to have this for my loved ones as well. Yeah. And exactly. so that's why you really started now to, um, go deep into like, okay, how can I make this happen to build my own stuff and not mm-hmm. get back into this? Yeah. That, that's exactly it. I think if, if, The funny, to me, it's funny that some people experience similar things that I've experienced or even worse. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm not trying to judge anyone, but, um, if, if you experience things like that and you're trying to make it better for, for your family and your kids, then Mm -hmm. to me that like, what are you actually doing? Because you know how it is, you know how it feels, you know, the struggles, you know, you know, the late nights that you cry your, your eyes out and you know, the days that you didn't want to live anymore or something like that. And you, you wouldn't want that for another human being. And that's how I see it. And it took me a long time because coming here, it was like, okay, I can do this. I knew I could do this, but I wasn't sure how or none of that, you know? I mean, coming to the complete new continent and then yeah. okay now i'm going to do this but how and what yeah, exactly like, must be super you need to wrap your head around like how can i start doing things and what and yeah okay it, it's simple it's simple simple explanation for example you have to fix this microphone and curious i will be like i will ask for example my mom hey, i need to fix the microphone who do you know like can fix this microphone. Oh, I know this person, this person, you know, you do the calls and eventually get somebody who can do this. And they don't exactly may have a business that fixed microphone, but they can do it. So you pay them a little bit amount of money. They are happy with that. You're happy with a fixed microphone and you keep living. But here in the Netherlands, it's, it's more like, oh yeah, no, just take it to the store. You just Google it and oh yeah, there's a store like 500 meters away. Yeah. You know, so that, that, it's 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 a different lifestyle there completely different approach on how to do things yeah it's a completely different approach oh. how to do things yeah yeah so it's <laughs> it's different there <laughs> you you don't know how it is until you like really experience it i can't imagine you, well you, barely we should, we should yeah. go once yeah. yeah we should go once well i've only been to well not only way i've been to um to nepal for example ah, yeah. and they do not have any, well, at least in, in Kathmandu in the, in the capital city, they do not have any house numbers or street names. Mm-hmm. So whenever you want to go somewhere, you ask people somewhere on the street, like, can you tell me where this person is living? Yeah. And that was once we went, once we went there, like, how can this ever work? And completely different mentality to, for example, Germany, where everything had to, has to be like mm-hmm. a street name and number. Otherwise you, you cannot get any post or whatsoever. Yeah. It's, it's funny that you mentioned that because you're curious that it's kind of the same. You have to imagine your parents have, have, have their house built. And they have the garden and there's space back or the side, doesn't matter where, somewhere they have in the garden, they have, uh, their space. You can just like, Hey, can I build a house back there? Like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. <laughs> no so you build your house. Yeah. And it, it's not, it's not like you need, you need the carpenters, you need the, you need the, um, uh, electrician and all those types of people to come and build. You just, again, Hey, I need a, 
I need a I need a carpenter. Do you know anybody? I'm like, yeah, your uncle is a carpenter. Oh, cool. Okay, ask him. You know, you gather all these people that sometimes they don't even know each other. Sometimes they're friends of friends, and you bring them together and you start building your house. Yeah, and it may take you a year. Some people have houses standing for twenty years, not even finished yet. <laughs> you know what I mean? But okay. eventually, it will finish. Yeah. You know, but, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's how things are done there. It's, it's, it's different. It's like you, like you said with uh, Nepal. Yeah. You have to imagine it a little bit like that. So you just go out there, build a house, put a number on it, and you go to like the post center and it's like, Hey, yeah, my, my post has to come to this address. Well, the thing is, they don't have those numbers. Yeah. That's even worse. <laughs> like, how can you? Yeah, it's literally, crazy. <laughs> literally, the po- the postmans are like walking through the streets. Yeah. Either they know all the the people living there, yeah. or they ask like the na- neighbors, like this person might be around this area, and like, okay, like who might know this person living there, and like, wow. yeah, it's crazy it's how crazy, this way, right? yeah. <laughs> Damn. But yeah. so when you um have grown up there in Curacao, and like with this mentality, just like bringing all the people together. Um, to, to create something and ask, ask your friends and family, like, let's do this together. Um, this is a completely different thing to hear. How can, or how do you do this now to combine those two? Because I, I guess it influenced you quite a bit growing up there. How do you use it here? Or like, what's, what, what can you <laughs> It's, it's, it's funny. It's, and it's a good question. Um, in the beginning, it was really, it was really rough. Like, yeah. It wasn't really rough, but it was, it was, it was kind of getting, getting, uh, getting adjusted to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was still back in the day, back when I was living here. And I have to mention, like, I lived there till my 20, 20 years old, 21 years old. Mm-hmm. And so my childhood and my youth, I all, all of that experience that there, so going out and and having friends and you know sitting at beach and going to beach every day or things like that. Nice. It, and here you don't have that. Yeah. Um. When I came here, it, I would say luckily I got to meet other person that came out of from Curacao, but they they either were came here when they were really young, so they know like how things are run mm-hmm. here and things are how you can do things here. I have my brother here as well that lived for, I guess, 13, 15 years already. So all of those people that I, that were around me, I just ask questions. That's, that's me. I love to ask questions. If I don't know something, just ask because what can you lose from it? You know, you only can gain something from it. So I just ask and I just say like, oh no, then you better do this this way. But like, then comes the stubbornness again, like, no, I'm gonna find out another way and <laughs> things like that, you know. Um, but it, 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 it was, it was kind of tricky. It was tricky, especially for, um, like going to school and getting the bus. <laughs> it's a really funny story. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you this. Sure. So <clears throat> in Curacao, there's like one bus, not, there's different buses, but here you have like lane 63. But you may have three different type of lane 63. In yeah. Curacao, it's like one lane 63 and you know exactly where it goes, you know, and you have like big buses and you have like small buses as well. So you can choose which one, which one you can, which one you want to use. But there's not, there's not like three different lane 63. So I came here and it was around, I guess, February or something or no. 
I don't remember exactly, but then uh, I started studying and I had to go to an internship. So I had to go for interview <laughs> and I, I called him like, okay, yeah, yeah, you can come at this, this time. I'm like, okay, yeah, good. Okay. I'll make sure I'm there. And I went and I saw a line. Okay. I have to grab this. I guess it was lane 62, I guess. Was here in Eskadet Okay. And at Link 62, okay, okay, yeah, I checked it. Yeah, okay, good. I know which, which one it is. So I came at the bus station, sit there. Oh, yeah, there it is. Lane 62. I didn't, now I realize like I didn't read the rest, but I saw Lane 62. So couldn't be any other Lane 62, right? That's my mentality coming from Curacao. But hey, dude, you're in Europe now. Things are different. So I step in, sit, bus starts driving. And I know, like, I have to get out uh, at this next uh, bus stop. So it's looking like, see on the screen, it's not coming up. <gasps> That's weird. Then the bus stops. But it wasn't back at the station because it's at, like, a, a mid-stop. Yeah. Then it goes back to the station. So that was actually the end destination of the bus. So I stopped there, and the people called me, like, uh, are you are you nearby already? I was like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here in the bus and the bus is not moving and <laughs> it's not going anywhere. So I went to the, to the driver and I said, um, sorry, can I ask you a question? He's like, yeah, sure. I'm like, where, where is this stop? <laughs> and he looked at me with a smile. It's like, you should have got the other 62, um, lane 62. I'm like, what? There, there's, what? <laughs> You're telling me there's another lane 62? It's like, yeah. It's like, so I called it was like, sorry, but this may sound really dumb right now, but I got the wrong bus. <laughs> no. Yeah. They're like, okay, no worries. They were pretty chill people. And they be- eventually became my mentors as well. Oh, wow. And so um called called him and it's like, oh yeah, no problem. When can we reschedule? And I guess the next day I when I was really looking 62, has to go this and this. Yeah, okay. And even before I stepped in, I talked to the driver. This goes to this place, right? Like, yeah, like, you sure, right? Yeah, I know, I'm sure. Okay, it's good. I'm just asking because I did a mistake yesterday. I don't want to make the mistake again. So I went there and eventually the next day I could grab the bus. But that's how you, that's, that's what you should imagine. Like, yeah. the things that I had to adapt to, 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 get the mentality from living in Curacao to live here in the Netherlands. Yeah. It's totally different. And, and yeah, it's still, still some things that I have to change, but yeah, I mean, that will come with the years and it's not really affecting until now. So yeah. I don't see really reason to change it right now. So did it also yeah. give you maybe uh, some, some benefits coming from there for this mentality to uh, living here and doing things? Mm. That's a good one. Never pay attention to that, actually, I have to be honest. But um, I, will, I will say that one thing I can say is that I'm pretty relaxed. I don't have that that rush that everybody has. You know, for example, it starts raining and everybody's just trying to to have an umbrella or standing under under a roof to, to escape that rain. And like, oh, it's just raining. Yeah, I'm just going to keep walking. You know, or... Um, rushing to, to to catch the train you know uh if i know i have to be there at nine then then the last train i can catch to get there at nine is like eight thirty. then i'll probably go for the one quarter past eight so if i lose that one i don't mind that much because then i have the one of eight thirty to catch you know and yeah i i will say having the relaxed mind 
it's it's one thing that I think a lot of people here in Europe can use because it's also about go 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 go, and yeah. I'm taking the time to hey I have to take care of myself as well, and so yeah if yeah that that I guess will be one of the things that I'm happy I I got from there. I think that that's actually a major thing then like yeah since depression rates are just like rising and yeah. due to anxiety stress and whatever that is a pure, pretty huge thing you can definitely use here yeah I, i do think so yeah i think a lot of people are living with a lot of stress or unhappy yeah and we i've learned to to be happy with the small smallest things you know yeah if if like for example here is raining and everybody's like oh damn it rain and things like that i'm like oh it's raining that's pretty cool you know like Yeah, like I, I learned to enjoy the small things in life. Yeah. yeah. I mean, here it's also, now it's sunshine. And now it's too warm, right? Yeah, now it's too warm. Exactly. I'm like, okay, what do you want then? Do you want the rain? Do you want the sun? Do you want the, the snow? What what do you want? Don't yeah. know. That was pretty exciting as well. Snow yeah. for the first time. I'm like, oh, snow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty crazy. And, um, well, in the conversation we also had last Sunday, yeah. it was just like a constant reminder of those little things, which are super amazing. And mm -hmm. to, to, to see either snow or just like this or the moon we saw, like just oh, yeah. unbelievably cool. Yeah. And how can you, um, put your focus all the time there? I mean, this gives you so much happiness. We, I experienced you had throughout the whole evening and this is just um so amazing to to be around with thank you and uh so that's like where did you get this from or like how do you constantly keep this up <laughs> i guess i guess it has it has a lot to do where where i came from and the way i grew up like i said i i was i was since small i had to learn to be happy with the smallest things in life mm -hmm. and i I will say as well, one thing that helped a lot is the travels I got to do um, when I was younger. And like one of the one of the most impact uh, um, travels for me was going to the, the Dominican Republic. Mm -hmm. I remember this this once we were there like electricity here is like a luxury because their electricity like it may be here right now. And then one minute later it's gone. Okay. And then it may not come back until tomorrow. Or it may come back after half an hour, or it may come back after three, six hours. You never know, okay? And like going from Curacao to there, like in Curacao, I will open the fridge, and you know most people will have things in the fridge. But when I went there and I opened the fridge, the fridge was like literally empty. I was like, what? 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 Then I real. Then they mentioned like, no, electricity goes. So it's not, it's not, it's not smart to have things in the fridge because they will, they will just go bad. Yeah. So they always buy things like they went for, there they use pesos, but like one euro of, of soap, one euro um, of rice. So you can buy like really small amount of things. Mm. And I remember this one time it started raining really hard, really, really hard. And before that, everybody went inside. So it started raining and everybody like disappeared. It was like, hmm, that's sad. But then like five minutes later, everybody came out. Everybody was on the street. And like there, there's a lot of like hills. Yeah. So the houses are all on the hills and go down. And you get these small kids, they get like this, they're, they're, uh, the, uh, how you call that? The, for the, 
for the um for the garbage can. You know, I have the lid for the garbage yeah. can, like a um, type of metal is. Yeah, yeah. So they grab that, they go up, 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 up the hill, sit down and slide down. down. I'm like, what? This is super cool. I don't yeah. get to do that in Curacao, you know? And you don't like, have hills or? No, we do have hills, but not like that. People okay. don't live on hills, okay. you know? And there's a lot of dirt road as well in Curacao. Most of Curacao is dirt road uh, and it's not like uh, asphalt. So we went there and the kids were sliding down and you have these, these, uh, these mom and their daughters and everybody just standing down the, down the roof with the, um, how you call it again? Um, with the water drains. Yeah. Uh, who you? Um, sure. with the water drains, uh, you have on the side of the, off the side of the roof. I can't remember the name right now. I don't know why, but there was, they were standing down the roof where the water comes down and they were washing their hairs. <laughs> I go like, what these people are doing this? And it, it, it was mind blowing to me. But having those experience was for me like okay. I stopped comparing my life to other people because I realized that even though things may not be as good as at home, I had it way better than other people. Okay, you so know? in Curacao, the the life is basically way better than Dominican Republic. Yeah, some parts. Okay, some yeah. parts. You have people who have it good, but again, they live also a, like a minimalist lifestyle. They are not eager to have and have more because they're already happy with the small things they have, you know, and, and that, that to me, it's, it's, it's just amazing because if you cannot be happy with the small things, having a lot of things are not going to make you happy neither. So, yeah. That's a pretty powerful sentence. Thank you. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And so this basically, do you have then a reminder of that basically every time or is it just now that you have it almost innate in you yeah it's, yeah. it's like it's like normal to it's me. like you it's see like, it outside like oh damn that's cool yeah wanna, to me when i wake up on. and i see the moon it's like i appreciate those small things yeah like even 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 like if you're standing at, at the train and the bus or the train is running late you have these people already complaining like oh damn yeah. it the, the train is late and uh, you know and like Does it make any difference? Like, if it, like, I understand it. Maybe you want to go home and things like that. But, man, your life, be happy with that. You know, you have your two legs. Be happy with that. You have your two arms. Be happy with that. You know, you have your vision. Be happy with that. It, you know, you can, you can communicate with others. Be happy with that. You have food on the table. Be happy with that. You know, you can go to the store and buy groceries. Be happy with that. There are some people, they cannot do that. You know? You have your job, you get your money every month or every week or whatever. Be happy with that, you know. Oh, yeah. For people living in a first world country, they're pretty... It's difficult to see those things. Yeah, because we take things for granted. Like internet for me right now. I, uh, before I moved out of my apartment, and it's something we can talk about as well, yeah. if you want to. But uh, when before I moved out of the apartment, I was... I had the internet at home, so it's just like, yeah, easy, you know, never really pay attention to how important internet is. But now that I'm living like a nomad, it's like going from places to places and sometimes there's no internet connection at all. Or if there is an internet connection, it's just really slow, really bad. And like, oh man, we take internet for granted. Totally. And I was like, man, I got to start appreciating internet more. If I have like one bar, I'm like, yes. <laughs> You know, yes, I have this internet. It may be really slow, but 
I can do what I have to do on it. So, yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, don't take it for granted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with with those things, for example, the internet or you living as a nomad, you just said. Yeah. Um, what are your current goals? What are you striving for? Like, what are you working on at the moment? Okay, so what I'm working on right at the moment is to create, I would say, my my financial freedom. Okay, well, that's a pretty huge term. Yeah, it's a pretty huge term, exactly. It involves, like, money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, it's funny because every time I talk about it, some people have the, the, the comments like, yeah, you shouldn't chase money. Money, does, money doesn't make you happy. I'm like, yeah, I know that. Money doesn't make me happy. But seeing how the society is, how the system is, and all the things that are happening around the world, I'm not exactly chasing the money, but I'm chasing the freedom that money gives me. Mm -hmm. You know, if I want to go and see somebody on the street and I can give them 100 euros that can help them maybe book for a place to stay for at least one night, that to me makes a lot more different than to have that $100 in my pocket and don't do anything with it. You know, I want to be able to travel a lot more because like I said, when I... I, I Sorry, when I was small, I got a opportunity to travel a lot with my mom. And being able to do that, I saw a lot of different things that, that again, make me remember that I have to appreciate what, I, what the all I have in life. And being able to travel around the world and be able to help others, that, that to me is really important. So going for the financial freedom, creating that wealth, it's, it's what I'm... It's what, where I'm heading, and I started my own business as well. Okay. Two years ago, something I wanted to start already, but I just, like, like yeah, I'll do it. I'll wait for this, and I'll do it. And I'll wait for this, and I'll do it. But I was like, no, I got to do this. So I went for it, and I started my online business, which earns me decent income. And I started um, doing things like investing as well. Um, I work... I used to go to school. That's something I well didn't say, but I used to go to school um, in 2017 until January, but I stopped. That's one of the things as well that play a big role with a um, panic attack because I was three months like without an income. Okay. Like, what? Man, this sucks. <laughs> Start getting <laughs> without, into, without getting income, yeah. Yeah, exactly, you know. And go, getting in debt and things like that because you yeah, had no money, you cannot pay. And... Having having all of that and it was like, okay, when I started taking action, I was like starting my own business. And the beauty of it all is when you start focusing on where you want to go and you know exactly where you want to go, that all these doors start, start opening, you know. And I started my online business. I started investing. And I got a job as a carpenter through internship. Okay. And... Yeah, I mean, it pays good money. <laughs> yeah. And it helps to build build a, a lot more savings and all of that to be able to invest more and create more freedom for myself. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's one thing I'm working on. And beside it as well, I'm trying to help and coach others as well to, to live a better lifestyle, to realize that, like we talked, don't take, don't take, don't take takes for granted and... Uh, realizing uh, your goal because I think a lot of people as well they're, they don't, they're not living with a purpose in life they're just living day by day just trying to get by just trying to scratch the surface and it may work in, on, on a small term but on long term 
time just flies, you know, time flies really fast. And before you know it, you're that old man sitting in a chair and regretting all these things. And I hate regret. I really hate regret. So I have this picture in my head as well, just like in the end, like, what was this for now? <laughs> exactly. You know, so yeah. like, no, I don't want this. It's some, and it's funny because before the panic, I did something I knew, but I just didn't really pay attention. That was like, okay. it will be okay. So the panic attack was the starting point to actually get into action and do something about it. Yeah. I like, I guess even goosebumps because my, the panic attack to me was, I'm so happy it happened. Oh wow. Yeah. It, people people <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. imagine when I tell people like, they look at me with a face like, dude, you must be crazy. Like, yeah, I'm crazy, but I'm happy it happened, you know, because if yeah. it didn't happen, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be sitting here with you right now. I would have already started helping other people and I wouldn't, I wouldn't be taking these steps that will help me to get where I want to go. Mm-hmm. And if it, if it meant that having that panic attack, then so be it. I mean, I rather have that panic attack that getting a talk attacked by a shark or something that would be like, Oh, hmm, maybe I should change my life. You know, like, no, I'm happy that happened. And it wasn't something worse. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. And I have to say as well, after that, I never had a bad attack again until this day, two years later. And all good. So basically it was just a sign. Let's start. Yeah. And cool. See why I'm happy that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's amazing. Now, yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. It's, it's, and, and you don't have to it, you don't have to wait for these things to happen but they will happen because if you talk to other people even successful people they always had that one thing that took them to the next level that one thing that made them okay no I gotta drop this and go focus on other things you know there's always going to be those things in life that are going to be your wake up call but if you can kind of prevent that it's really good <laughs> yeah. yeah actually um, I think most of the people I also had interviewed before uh, were so good and happy and successful at that time because they had some huge incident before, like one guy with having, having the cancer or yeah. um, the recent one uh, having the um, car accident. Yeah. And after that, they then also realized those things. They, they, um, just like made up their mind about these these topics because then you focus on the really important shit and you look at okay what do i actually really want in in life and what do do i want to create and what's what is important for me as a person but also the people around me yeah so um yeah that actually fits super into the pattern i i I see that those those occurrences that you having um a panic attack or whatever it is makes you realize okay wait let's let's have a break like what is super important for me and let's focus on these parts and yeah because something i will add up to that is is saying when for example those things like panic attack and that's one thing i if I, after that, I met people with that also had panic attacks, some of them daily, some of them uh, now and then. And mostly what it comes down to is you're afraid for the future. Okay. Yeah. So is it like worries or... Yeah, it is, yeah. It is actually worries. And sometimes it's worrying for something that not exactly is going to happen, but you're focusing on it so much. You're like, for example, I want to create wealth. Oh, um, yeah, am I going to create that wealth? And, it's like two worlds colliding. Mm. You know, okay. you have like the bad world and the good world. You can say it like that. They're like colliding. It's just like fighting each other. And you're like, okay, which side should I choose? Which side should I choose? And 
like your brain start going crazy and it affects your body and your heart start pumping really fast. Okay. And most of the time it's, it's the fear. Mm-hmm. And when you can find what those fears are, for me, for example, I was like, I wasn't able to really travel. I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't have my business so I can create my own freedom. Um, I like having problems in the family as well. That was something that I was like, how can I deal with it the best way? Um, not having money to, to, um, to be able to pay everything and getting it that. I hate that really bad thing. <laughs> and yeah, having all these things, they keep stacking and stacking and stacking and stacking because you didn't deal with the first one, but yeah. life keeps going. Then you're six months, one year, five years later, and then other things keep coming up. So eventually you have like this whole wall of things that you have to deal with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But since you're not dealing with none of them, it's like, okay, I'm stuck. Yeah. Where, where, where I'm going now. And, and then suddenly you're living in a situation where all those things happen or come to you at the same yeah, time. And then you're like, damn, exactly. how do I deal with yeah. this now? Okay. So that's, that's most of the time people that I've, at least I, I talked to as well, is most about is the fear of the unknown. Okay. You know, because we like, as human beings, we like to know stuff. We like to be certain of things. But life yeah. is uncertain. We never know what's coming up. You know, but if you can accept that and find the best way to deal with it, then it will be fine. <laughs> yeah. Easy said. Yeah, it's easy. It's easier said than done. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> it's easier said than done. That's for sure. Yeah. But yeah. And so. Um, you're working on this basically right now, like looking forward to, um, creating your, your wealth, your business. How's, how's that going at the moment? Like, what are some things you encounter, like either holding you back or you have like some downsides happening? Uh-huh. Good question. Um, it was, it was, <laughs> it's funny because that, that, then we go back to the way I grew up. We do things totally different there. Yeah. You know, I thought like, okay, I have to, to really have to Google, I can go to the library and do things and, and, and ask one person to another and you're not asking the right person. You know, you're asking like a person who's broke, how, how's the best way to deal with money? <laughs> yeah, of course that person can help you, you know, and then I realized that and I'm really happy I had my mentors that they, uh, they, I could always go with questions to them. They're like, no, this is the best way to do it. And to them as well, I got to read the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Amazing book. If you could read yes, that, that would be agreed. a mind change. Like, when I read that book, it was like, what? Okay. <laughs> Let's make this. Yeah. You know? Um, but going to your question is, uh, I'm, I'm, I have, like, I, I even smile a lot talking about it because I just love it. 